0: Let's see if we can pull this off Heather. Let's see if we can do this <clears throat> and make it be good
1: okay why well, start now
0: <laughs> Welcome back to another week of did I miss anything? My name is Lewis. here's Heather <laughs> hi there she is happy Fourth of July
1: is that what this is
0: if if you're in the u s it's Fourth of July edition I'm actually not a big Fourth of July fan so whatever
1: i mean if a bunch of white men just paid their taxes we'd have free healthcare right now
0: that's true that is true (laughs) but that's neither here nor there this is the podcast where heather and i watch movies and tv shows and we listen to albums that are super popular and referenced constantly but heather and i missed out on them when they were first available
1: we just didn't watch them
0: yeah we just we did we couldn't be bothered yeah so we decided that We should probably learn us some stuff. And we're catching up on all these things now. So this week, we decided Crazy Rich Asians, which was a movie that is still talked about to this day. I mean, granted, it's not very old. But still, I feel like people talk about it constantly. And very popular. And we're going to find out whether or not we, in fact, missed anything. So Crazy Rich Asians... Based on a book, I just found out. I did not know that. Did you know that?
1: I, no, why would I?
0: It was, I don't know. I figured you'd know. No. So, Crazy Rich Asians, for those who don't know. A movie about this dude, Nick Young, who is super rich. And his girlfriend, Rachel Chu, who is not so rich. So, Nick Young is played by Henry Golding. And Rachel Chu is played by Constance Wu. Who is the woman that played the mother on that show, Fresh Off the Boat?
1: Yeah, Jessica.
0: Yeah, Jessica. Very funny. I liked her on that show. She's very good. Yeah, she is. So, Nick and Rachel. Uh, so Rachel is an, uh, an economics professor at NYU, and Nick Young is just a rich guy. Yeah. I, I don't think they ever. I don't think they ever really said what his job was.
1: I don't know that he has one. So I think he's just a well, rich dude. he's like. But when you say rich, like they're rich, like, like
0: crazy rich.
1: Yeah, that's like, in the title. Super rich. Yeah, no, like, like old money. Like their family, the family has a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Like all the money. Like they're like they. What do they just come from? Like the Asian Hiltons or something like that.
0: So they basically. So later on yeah. in the movie, you find out that his family essentially like built Singapore. Like all, all of, all of like the buildings and like skyscrapers yeah, and all that stuff developers. in Singapore. Yeah, they yeah. they basically just built Singapore when as a character in the movie describes when it was when singapore was still just basically jungle they like built up all the cities and stuff in singapore that's that's basically what they did so so, I, so they have like all this money
1: so i don't think he actually has a job in new york city just, he just lives there he just has money and he's supposed to take over like being ceo of the company yeah he's like the
0: heir to to yeah. it yeah so so they're living in new york they decide that they're traveling to Singapore because Nick's best friend, Colin, is getting married, and uh, Nick is also one of his groomsmen. I don't think he's... A, he's not the best man, right? But or is he the best man? Oh, no, man. I think, I guess he is the is best he man. The,
1: he's the best... He's supposed to be the best man, but then... But I don't know that he actually... Yeah. I think yeah. he had to make his cousin the best man, so I don't know. Something like that.
0: Um, so they go to Singapore, and this is the first time Rachel is meeting Nick uh, Nick's family. Uh, on the flight to Singapore... They go first class rachel because she didn't know that nick was rich she at first thinks it's a mistake that they're in first class because rachel says they're not first class people not knowing that nick was loaded
1: oh yeah he never tells her by the way which yeah. i find that really really weird
0: i mean i guess i can kind of understand it you want to make sure that you know they're actually with you because they. You know, love you and yeah, not because of been your t- money.
1: Okay, well, but they've been together for an entire year.
0: That's true. And
1: she and he's taking her back to meet his family. He's g- She's gonna find out. Yeah. She could. He could have at least given her a heads up. Like, by the way, I have lots and lots of money. Like, yeah. This is gonna be. This is gonna be quite an experience for you. Yeah. You might enjoy Commoner. it. Commoner. You may or may not enjoy it.
0: So they get on the airport, they get into first class, which, by the way, is unlike any first class I've ever seen. I've never been in first class, but usually you walk through first class on your way to coach. I've never seen first class like this. Like, it has a bar, and then all of the seats also double as essentially, like, very small rooms, and they have, like, fancy pajamas in there. Have
1: you ever been on a flight that long, though? And how long is that flight, like, 24 hours?
0: Probably. So
1: that's what I mean. It's probably, maybe that's, like, rich I don't know. first class So
0: ridiculous first class. So then they get to their seats and Nick essentially admits that he's rich only because Rachel is like, oh, so you're rich. And then he says, oh, my family's comfortable. And then she says, oh, that's what rich people say. So then they get in this whole thing. Uh, Nick basically talks about how his family has money and all of this.
1: Yeah, but he still doesn't explain to her how rich he actually is. Yeah. He's like, there's rich, but then there's like rich
0: yeah he basically all he tells her is like his family is in like real estate and business and they do all these different things that's all he really says
1: but he's so rich that he's famous
0: yeah and apparently rachel's like like the the only one yeah rachel's like the only one that doesn't know who he is so there's one there's uh one point in the movie before they go to singapore they're still in new york they just go out to like some date and there are these other women at the restaurant where they're eating and they like take a picture of them as they're walking out and they start posting it to they start sending it amongst themselves and i guess it makes it onto like social media and then it makes it all the way back to singapore literally through
1: the entire asian community yeah
0: through the entire asian community it makes it back to singapore to nick's family and i guess his mother is having kind of like a bible study with some of her friends and the women in the bible study are like oh nick's bringing this woman rachel and like the entire asian community is googling rachel chu to find out who she is it's crazy so they get to Singapore they meet with Colin because
1: he never even tells his mom that, she, that he's bringing a date.
0: No, Did he she, does. He no. does because then yeah because her mom because when it makes it to the bible study his mother calls him. Yes,
1: that yes, but they're leaving like the next day like he doesn't tell her. Yeah. Before that. Before but he she, tells her then. Yeah, but like he she he, thinks he's coming home alone. He's a terrible. He feels I feel like he's a terrible person.
0: So, okay. Anyway. So, they get to Singapore, they meet Colin and his soon to be wife uh Araminta, who seem very nice. They seem like very nice people.
1: Like normal people. Like normal people. Like not rich people.
0: And they, they basically just hang out. They go out on the town in Singapore. They're getting, like, food everywhere, and they're eating all this food. And the next day, Rachel has a friend that she meets who they went to they went to college together, but uh, her friend moved back to Singapore.
1: He was also rich. Not, Who's, who? I, yeah, her family was also rich. Not Nick Young rich, but, but still like, rich. Well off. Yeah.
0: Uh, her name, I think her name was, is it Peak Lynn? Uh, played by Aquafina. Love Aquafina.
1: She's so funny.
0: Um, I didn't think she was that funny in this. So well, she don't... just she just came off as like obnoxious to me a lot that's, of the time.
1: How, that's, that's oh, her, is that her shtick? That's her charm. Oh, in
0: that case, there you go. Yeah. So that's what she always is. So they meet her. uh that's so, funny. Any, okay. In a good way. So we we that's find funny. out we find out that Peaclyn and her family are also rich because Rachel pulls up to this giant mansion that is very. Very elaborate, a lot of gold accents it's everywhere. Gaudy. Very it's very gaudy. Um at one point, I think uh Peaklin says as Rachel's like con- complimenting the family on how nice the house is. Peaklin mentions that it was like, Oh yeah, it was inspired by like Donald Trump's bathroom or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which was funny. So they so I Rachel. So, so Rachel hangs out with with Peaklin and her family for the day. Her family, by the way, her father is Ken Jong.
1: Yeah, it's fine. Who
0: is hilarious because <laughs> Ken Jong when I guess Rachel has never met him. No, you know, she never met him. So before. when he when wh- they're sitting down to have like, I guess it's lunch. Uh, so they're sitting down and Ken Jong is putting on like this, like this really thick uh, accent as if he is just learning English. So he's putting on like this really thick accent and kind of playing along like he doesn't really understand what rachel is saying to him and then eventually he's like oh no no i'm kidding i, I know I english gonna... it's fine it I, like... I i studied in california too and all of this i
1: don't say he grew up in like then he grew up in california yeah i think
0: he says he like grew up in california <laughs> yeah. and he went to like one of the california schools um but it was funny he put on this entire accent and then he has twin girls and then, like an old and, and a son who is weird. who yeah, who's very weird. Who's who's uh Peak's brother. Yeah,
1: he's very quiet. Very quiet. He has a camera out a lot of the time when it's yeah, and it's just taking pictures. It's really weird.
0: So they're having they're having food, and it, at one point, the twins, like young children, do aren't eating their food. And then Ken Jong, this is actually pretty funny. <laughs> Ken Jong, they're eating chicken nuggets, and Ken Jong goes like, "Eat your nuggets." They I forget what they were doing. They're
1: starving, they're starving kids in America. Yeah, they're starving
0: kids in America. Eat your nuggets and um oh and he talks about so rachel but he
1: like said it like like really aggressive yeah so
0: rachel is very rachel's very thin very very slender woman and he says is this how you want to end up do you want to end up like some skinny woman when you grow up and the kids are like no and then he's like okay then eat your nuggets they're starving children in america (laughs) it's pretty funny
1: eat your nuggets eat your nuggets
0: so as they keep talking rachel explains why she's there and she mentions nick and how she's going to this wedding and because of course Nick is, who Nick is, they apparently know that this wedding is, this wedding's, like, a huge deal. It's, yeah. like, all over, I don't know, I guess, news and media, uh, all over Singapore.
1: Yeah, it's, again, it's like if the, uh, Hilton got married.
0: Yeah, and so Rachel, it's the, all the, of a sudden... The
1: event of the season.
0: Yeah, all of a sudden everybody just fawns over Rachel and how she knows Nick and his family, and they start asking, like, oh, are you going to the wedding? Are you going to, like, his grandmother's house? Uh, the Uh Because, the, I guess, the... Um, what's it called like the um, not rehearsal dinner i guess they're just celebrating the night before the wedding it's, it's, at, it's at, like
1: yeah it's not an engagement party but it's, yeah, it's just, yeah yeah party before the wedding yeah
0: it's like at their grandmother's house and so he's like oh my god are you going there and that's so crazy and then his son has like a camera out and just starts taking pictures of rachel doesn't say anything just starts taking pictures of rachel and then um ken jong is like oh see this is your gold standard you should be dating women like this you should you should talk to her And then, um, and then I think, was it peak that says that she was dating someone? And then Ken Jong's like, I don't see a ring on her finger. And so then, uh, his son goes like, I love you. That's all he says. And then continues to take pictures of her. And so then that dinner finish or that lunch finishes and I, they go about their day. And then they, was that when they go to, they go, there's a bachelorette and a bachelor party. I think it was after that. They went to that, right?
1: Was it? No. Because I thought after. No, because after the dinner, they go to the party. The party's the next day, I think. I mean, the bachelor parties. The bachelor parties are after that party.
0: Oh, so then. Okay, so then the dinner right. party. So then it's the dinner party at the grandmother's house they yeah, go to first?
1: Because um, Aquafina's Awkwafina, Ca- character is like. Oh,
0: drives her there. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, like, yeah,
1: you yeah, can't yeah. go. To Nick's That's right. grandmother's house, dress yeah, 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 the yeah, way yeah. you dress because she was wearing a d- nice dress, but it's not way, nice enough. It's a way more fancier occasion than she thought it was going to be. Yeah. So Aquafina just like, well, I'll give you something of mine, and then she gives her like a really nice gown, and then Aquafina yeah, drives her to the party. She cause in she, a
0: very nice car, by the way.
1: Yeah, it was like a was it a Mustang? An an Dodge Audi. Dodge Charger? It was
0: no. an Audi. It was the car. Oh man, I forgot. Oh, it was an it. an it's Audi. the Audi? It's like the A8. It's the car that if you watch the Marvel movies, it's the car that um uh tony uh tony stark drives
1: does it have smart what is that do you don't have smart no you know never mind okay there's a commercial with all the people from boston and they go oh, oh, we SmartPak. oh yeah smart park oh yeah so but i just thought of uh captain america because oh because oh, oh, he's it. yeah boston and so uh
0: but it's that car so she's you driving no stop we're done <laughs> So so she drives she drives over in that car. Uh, Nick comes out to 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 meet Rachel and bring her in the house. And then Aquafina is in the car and she's like clearing her throat trying to get Rachel's attention cuz she wants to be introduced to Nick. And Nick eventually gets introduced to her, asks her if she wants to come in. Aquafina of course accepts after Well, she, well, well she, says she plays it off. She's like no, I couldn't. I can't. Impose. Impose. I can't. <laughs> so then he so then he's like, "No, it's fine." And then she's like, "Okay, that's fine." So they go in.
1: And by the way, she has a bunch of like outfits in her trunk yeah it, so it yeah. says like cat what is it say? casual cocktail, cocktail, dress, cocktail dress and then walk of shame walk of shame
0: yeah and she goes i think she goes with the cocktail, cocktail dress. dress yeah she goes with the cocktail dress she changes in like one of the bathrooms and they go into the house and it's like this huge house that's like yeah. in the middle of the jungle like it doesn't even it doesn't even come up on the gps so when they get to the gate they're just they're like approached by the these guards that have like guns and shit and they're like, what's what's going on? What's happening? And then they have to, like, be on the list, and they get in, and it's a whole thing. So they go in there, and Rachel kind of starts uh, getting introduced to Nick's family. Um, he, she meets with his mother first. Yes. She meets with his mother first, who immediately does not like her for some reason.
1: Well, because she thinks that she's, like, a lesser person because she guess. grew up poor. Well, I mean. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and he She's also. She's a snob.
1: She's a rich snob is basically what, you're, what we're saying.
0: That's true. And he also introduces her to a couple of his cousins, uh, one of which is Ronnie Chang. Another cousin is the guy who played Mateo on Superstore. Um, is he a
1: cousin too? I don't. Is he, he... he was
0: a second cousin. Oh, that's, uh, okay. Because okay, uh,
1: he's like the. He's just. Because he, he's not like. I can't think of the word. He's kind of like their errand boy, sort of. Like for the mother, like he just does stuff for her. Oh water, yeah, kind of, you know but I and think he like he just, plans events for them.
0: Yeah, well, I think that might Is be it because
1: he's a second cousin, not a first cousin. I, I think
0: that might be like I think that might be what he does. Oh, though. He I just, think that might be his job because I think at one point he mentions like, oh, whatever they need, I get for them. And yeah, then yeah. he talked about how like there was like some piece of art that like the mother wanted to get, and he yeah. was like, yeah, so I just got it for her. Yeah. Um, and
1: he has i don't like his, he has like a british accent has, yeah so it's in really this really weird yeah
0: so in this so the character's name is oliver uh the actor that plays him is nico santos again from superstore the dude that plays mateo yes. super weird with a british accent it, i
1: did not very yeah, weird it was weird
0: does not do an english accent well uh,
1: i mean it, i mean no it was a good accent but like i just think it was just weird it just sounded weird coming from i guess because we're just used to mateo yeah. and i've never seen him in anything else
0: no so. um he's all, he's actually really he's one of the, like the few people that's actually really nice in this movie and ronnie chang is kind of a dick yeah he's a dick so ronnie chang is like the ceo of one of the other companies that like the family owns and he's basically in like a loveless marriage so they have three children and his wife and you can tell at one point he's posing for vogue hong kong hong kong vogue and he's telling his family like okay like best uh optimal what is it optimal pose optimal pose optimal angle poses so that they they get like I guess the opt they each have this certain angle that they stand and sit in to get the optimal angle according to Ronnie Chang and he's kind of always just very much not giving a shit about his family. Oh yeah. And he 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 basically just has a family for appearances. And then um Oliver is by himself. He's not in a relationship and then one of the other cousins they meet that night, Remy Hill. So they meet Remy Hill, who's another cousin of Nick. Uh, he's, a, he's a movie he, – he's – I don't want to say he's a director. He basically just finances his own movies, Um, and they show him making a movie in Taiwan that looks absolutely terrible. And he's dating the main actress in it, and he's basically just put her in the movie because – he can. They're Yeah, he can. And they're dating. And at one point, they're filming a scene. And once the scene is over, uh, two of the crew members are talking to each other. And they're like, Oh, my God, this is terrible. This woman is a horrible actress. And then the other guy is like, Well, this guy's financing the movie, you go tell him that his girlfriend sucks. Yeah. And so they're always, by the way, throughout the entire movie, they're always all over each other. So they're always like humping each other in public and like making out like, just way too much. And All of this is happening at Nick's grandmother's house. At one point, they go outside to a separate room where they have, I forget what the name of the flower is, but they have like this particular flower that only blooms like during certain conditions and only at night. This is a rich people thing. And
1: yeah, they're just watching a flower. They're bloom. just
0: watching a flower bloom, and then it
1: blooms, and they clap for it. I'm like, yep, it's like that's a flower. it.
0: And then it was it was the weirdest thing. It, I
1: guess it's like because they could do whatever they want, really. Yeah. It's like this is where they're at. Yeah, like, it was
0: it was weird. Yeah. So then the next day, the bachelor and bachelorette parties happen respectively. Uh, Nick goes to the bachelor party. Rachel goes to the bachelorette party after um, becoming friends with Araminta, the the woman who's getting married to Colin. And uh, seemingly she takes a liking to her. So she gets invited to the bachelorette party. The bachelorette party happens on, like, an island that Araminta's mother owns. because sure. she Because she mentions that, like, her mom, like, shut down the island just for them and it's going to be so much fun. Yeah,
1: they do, like, a, like a spa day, beach day. Yeah, just, like,
0: just on an island that yeah. was shut I down mean, for them. Yeah, it's
1: low-key in the fact that, like, it's just, like, you know... Spawn Beach, it's not like a crazy party. Yeah. But like it's an whole island to themselves.
0: So then <laughs> paid
1: for like <laughs> ridiculous.
0: So then running the Bachelor Party is Bernard Ty, who is played by Jimmy O Yang. And he he's the best man for Colin. The reason he's the best man is because he was Nick he was Nick and Colin's former classmate and Nick talks about a story of when they were younger um actually colin talks about the story of when they were younger nick beat him up but nick explains he didn't really beat him up he like just threw a punch and i guess he missed and then uh bernard ended up beating the crap out of him and then sitting on him or something like that and so they made him colin made him the best man because he i I guess if he didn't he wouldn't shut up about it or something like that i i got kind of lost in that part of the movie
1: he's the best man by default
0: yeah pretty much so helicopters arrive to pick up the the guys for the bachelor party they're going over international waters and then all of a sudden nick is like dude where is this happening and then he points out the window and he says there and it's just this giant cargo ship that basically just has like a bunch of people on it there's a pool in there somehow
1: yeah it's like a converted cargo ship that's convert it's a cargo ship that's converted to like, it's like a-, a party ship yeah like a carnival cruise line ship like um, it's ridiculous it was
0: insane again yeah. Like it was loaded a, with money.
1: It looked like, um, like one of those like electric zoo carnivals, like those electric Daisy carnivals. Yeah, you know what I mean, like those types of EDM festivals. That's yeah. what it looked like inside.
0: So then, after being there for a short amount of time, Nick and Colin look at each other and they're like, "We have to not be here." So they end up grabbing a helicopter and leaving. They land. Uh, actually, I don't know where they land. They land on like an island somewhere else, and they're just kind of like hanging out at like the end of a dock, talking about life and such. And then Nick. Admits he Nick pulls out this box from his uh, from his pocket and he tells Colin that he's planning on proposing to Rachel. And he's like, "Oh man, that's so great! Like, I'm so happy for you. It's so great." And then he kind of starts. Colin kind of starts to show some concern about the trouble that it might cause for them, because Nick Nick is essentially expected to stay in Singapore to kind of take over the family business, and we find out that he was actually supposed to come to Singapore the year before, but that was when he met Rachel and they kind of started dating. So he never, he never came back home. So Nick's, uh, Colin starts talking about how this could cause some issue. And, you know, Rachel loves being a teacher in New York. Like, will she come? Like, how's this going to work? And he also brings up their difference in status. And Nick's like, nah, that's not like, that's not how this is going to work. Like, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll make it work. And then Colin's like, I don't know about that. Meanwhile, at the bachelorette party, Rachel is getting a bunch of shit because it turns out nobody there actually likes her. Again, women are very, very sneaky this way,
1: and this like and very passive aggressive. And and like this part of the movie like got real dark, like Like, took a turn I didn't even expect. I did not see this. So
0: everything is going all nice. Like they did, uh, they did like a little shopping spree. Everything's going great. Then all of a sudden, things stop being great. Uh, Rachel heads back to her room. There's well,
1: she's well. First, she's like she makes kind of friends with this girl that she doesn't yeah. really know who she is. I forget her name. Well, I forget what her name was. I forget what her name was but too. She finds out that like it ended up being like one of Nick's like ex girlfriends. Yeah, and the girl was just being nice to her to like you know you know keep your enemies closer. You yeah, know what I mean
0: so so she was Nick's ex girlfriend. She's like a lawyer for the family's business or something yeah. like that, and. So, the, oh, that's what it was. So they go to get massages after the shopping spree and Rachel and the ex-girlfriend are laying next to each other getting the massages and they're kind of talking. And then the ex-girlfriend mentions how she was Nick's ex-girlfriend and talks about the whole thing. And then Rachel's like, oh, what's what's happening here? And so I forget. She what starts it's,
1: just being mean to her. She starts just say yeah, like really starts, catty things. Like, but not
0: like overtly cat like she was doing it passive aggressively. Yeah, 100%.
1: Yeah.
0: Um she mentions how oh man, what did she say? How um how oh how people would how she would come off as like a a gold digger and she won't ever really be accepted by the family and she cuz she mentions when she when the ex-girlfriend was dating Nick that Nick's mother had a hard time accepting her as well. And so Rachel gets a little shook by this. She goes back to her room and on her way to her room Rachel meets Astrid, who is Nick's cousin, who happens to be like this fashion icon and uh, basically like the um, who am I thinking of? The fashion icon lady.
1: Sure. Yeah, you're actually oh, the wrong God. person.
0: She also. Keeping loaded...
1: Paris Hilton is it like Paris? No, London? it's not
0: Paris Hilton. I want to say she. I want to say she runs like a magazine.
1: Oh, um, Anna Wintour. That,
0: that sounds that right. That it? sounds right.
1: That's... She runs Vogue.
0: That sounds right. Um, but she's
1: not. I mean, she is. Does she run a magazine?
0: didn't you just Astrid? say she runs vo- no, oh i don't know if she runs a fat i don't know if she runs a magazine but she's like she's like a fashion icon and people are always looking to her for like the latest styles or whatever yeah, the fuck. And, and
1: she's a, 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 known for being like a really good person yeah
0: and so um nick mentions at one point that she has like um she she has like the biggest heart in the family and they even show when we're first introduced to her in the movie they show her walking through like this hotel on her way to uh, some meeting or whatever and she sees a kid who's waiting uh, at the front desk with her mother. And the kid's holding, like, a stuffed bunny. And she actually, like, stops, talks to the kid. And she's like, oh, hi, and who's this? And she talks about how she, like, really likes the bow that's on the on the stuffed bunny. And she said, oh, you have a really good eye. She's like, super nice, super nice. And so Rachel bumps into her on her way to her room. Uh, Astrid can see that she has kind of a distraught look on her face. She's kind of crying a little bit, holding back tears. They go back to her room. They find a dead fish. Um... On her bed, yeah, like bloodied up like and gutted. yeah, like gutted and bloodied up. And then on the window above the bed, uh they wrote
1: something about being a gold digging bitch. Yeah,
0: they, they, yeah, they wrote something about go uh, home, you gold, uh, you gold bitch. digging bitch. It was something yeah. like that. Very, yeah, aggressive. yeah very, very aggressive.
1: Do you think they did that themselves or they hired someone to do it? I guess they got
0: me They absolutely hired someone to do that. They're not not going to touch dead fish and blood. the
1: resort to do it. I mean, if they really wanted to send a message.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get it. So Astrid confronts Rachel or uh, comforts Rachel being the good person that she is. They decide... Rachel decides she's not going to give all the other women the satisfaction of seeing her get upset or like calling the security or whatever. So... That night they just go out there, her and Astrid, they just go out there, they bury the fish in the sand and they're like, whatever. This is all bullshit. I'm not going to let them win. Nah. So the next day, Rachel confronts Nick and is like, dude, why have you not told me anything about this? Why did you never tell me who you were and who your family was and all of this? And Nick apologizes and he mentions the whole thing about like, you know, I didn't want that to influence you. When we first met, you liked me for me. You didn't know about my my family. You didn't know about my money. You didn't know about my status. So I kind of wanted to just keep it that way. And they go back over to Nick's grandma's house to make dumplings who, uh, and apparently Nick's grandmother, according to Nick, makes like the best dumplings ever. Um, And Nick's grandmother seems to actually be the only one that really likes Rachel. Uh, At one point when they first met, she says that her nose looked lucky I don't know what that means. A thing. I guess that's a yeah. thing. And so they're making dumplings at this table and Rachel's talking about all the sacrifices that her mom made when they were young, how, how her mom moved to America from China. She was a single mother, um, raised her, did the whole thing. And then Nick's mother kind of takes a few jabs at Rachel for being American and not, not like 100% Chinese. And then Eleanor. Uh,
1: yeah, but the, but what's his face was born was born and raised in London. Nick, he's got an English accent. Yeah,
0: I don't know what the deal is with the family. I don't. I don't, so I don't know. I don't know. So by the way, all of them have English accents. Like Eleanor, Nick's mother has an English yeah, accent. Yeah, they're all British. They all have they all have English accents.
1: Because
0: yeah. um, I think that's when they originally. So the movie opens up with Nick's mother, and then I guess one of his aunts, and then Nick and his cousin as children and they're going into this hotel in London, like this super fancy hotel, and they have a reservation made. The guy behind the counter is like, sorry, we don't have your reservation, like take a hike. They they ask if they can use the phone. I guess they end up saying no, because they cut to them in a phone booth outside in the pouring rain calling Eleanor's husband and her explaining the situation. They go back into the hotel a second time. The hotel manager comes out and he's like, look, you have to leave, like we'll call the cops. You can't be here. And then, it's obviously
1: supposed to be like discrimination against yeah. Asian people, I'm assuming. They assume that they're poor and they yeah. can't afford a room there.
0: And then I guess the guy that owns the hotel lives in the hotel. He comes down and he's like, oh, uh, Eleanor, I just got off the phone with your husband. Oh, please get there. And he's talking to the hotel manager. He's like, oh, get their suite ready at once because I just sold the hotel to the, um, to this lady's husband. So yeah. you're now talking to your new boss. And I guess that's the beginning of how they make their they start making their money. So, but they're all, I guess they're all in, in London being brought up. So that's why they all have English accents. Now that we have that out of the way. Thank God. Yeah. So the dumplings are being made. Eleanor is giving Rachel more shit about not really being 100% Chinese and kind of starts talking. uh, Rachel excuses herself. I think she's going to find a bathroom. She gets lost. Eleanor catches up to her on the top of this very large staircase and Eleanor is telling her the story of how Nick's father had cast. So Eleanor wears this ring that has like this giant green emerald. Emerald is the right word? Yeah, so. It's got like this giant green emerald on it. And later, earlier in the movie, Rachel's like, oh, that's a really nice ring. And she's kind of telling the story of how Nick's father had that ring uh, made and cast just for her to propose to her. At, because Nick's grandmother didn't approve of Eleanor, so she couldn't get the family ring and they kind of started bonding because rachel was obviously not liked by eleanor eleanor i guess was trying to make amends because she realized she was being a bitch for no fucking reason turns out that was all bullshit
1: Mm -hmm. because nick's grandmother i'm assuming is the father's mother because she doesn't doesn't like eleanor yeah yeah because she's always yeah yeah
0: she's always giving eleanor shit so when they're making the dumplings uh they're like pinching them close, and she's like, oh, you're doing that wrong. Looks like you lost your touch, bitch. Yeah. She didn't say the bitch part, but she shot her a look like, yeah. bitch. Yeah. And so it becomes a whole thing. And now on the day of the wedding, actually, I don't know if it's, I think, no, it is the day of the wedding. So on the day of the wedding, Rachel decides, you know what? I'm standing up to this bitch. I'm going to earn my respect. And she has uh, Oliver and Peek help her essentially... Get dressed up for the ball, as it were. So they're all in Peek's room. They Oliver brings like a team of like fashion people with him to like get her all dolled up for the wedding and make her look as fancy as possible to basically show uh, Nick's family that she she belongs. She belongs. Yeah. And so they get her in this nice dress the entire time by the way ken jong is like trying to (laughs) ken jong is like picking out dresses that he likes but they're apparently like terrible dresses so so peak is always like making him leave the room but he just keeps coming back and very persistent eventually they make it to the wedding we find out that astra or astrid astra astrid uh and her husband are get are well her husband is having an affair We find that out on the way to the wedding because Astrid confronts him because earlier in the movie she's, like, going through his phone because it's ringing and she thinks it's work. And it turns out to be a message and the message is, like, oh, I I miss you from, yeah, I miss you in this bed bed," or something like that. So she confronts him in the car.
1: And also we should point out that Astrid's husband is also, like, a normie, if it were. Oh, yeah, so. He was not born rich, so, like, he also had, like, had, like was given a lot of shit when they got married, too. Yeah,
0: Astrid. Astrid's husband is now also the CEO of one of the other companies that the family yeah. owns because he married Astrid, and I guess
1: by that marriage,
0: he becomes CEO. Very much based in reality.
1: Well, if you got... Yeah, I'm assuming that would happen. I feel happen. Like, like that I, happens my, all the time. Well, if my family had a company and you married me...
0: I would totally run that company. Pro- 100%. They,
1: they would 100% probably give you a job. Yeah. Yeah. So, and vice versa.
0: Yeah. So... They're on their way to the wedding. Astrid confronts him about this. He just walks out of the car and just leaves.
1: Well, he's, like, mad because, like, she wasn't mad enough about the affair?
0: Something like that. And then he also mentions how, like, yeah. things weren't really working to begin with and all this. Yeah. It was a whole thing. So Like, it
1: was his fault, but he's hurt for some reason? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know. It was weird. So they make it to the wedding, and, of course, it's, like, in this decked out— It was in a church, but it was, like— decked out with like plants everywhere
1: i just realized we did two wedding movies and
0: did we and oh yeah around. we did I yeah last read. week we did my big factory like wedding
1: the the greek version of oh, crazy rich asians it was kind of how about that just not and as rich just not as rich asian
0: and not asian yeah. so a
1: little crazy though definitely crazy
0: that's true so they make it to the wedding uh rachel gets out of the car and she everybody's obviously getting their pictures taken because this is like wedding of the century or whatever so they start taking a picture of rachel since she's dating nick and she makes it uh she makes it to the steps at the church and the and nick's ex-girlfriend is standing there and she says hey you're in my way and just like walks past her because now she's got fucking confidence Mm -hmm. so they get inside and there's like this part kind of lost me a little bit. There's, like, a woman in there who they mention is a princess, but I think is also an author because Rachel... So she's sitting by herself and all of... Oh yeah, she
1: blocked off the entire row. Yeah, she so blocked no off the entire row. Her. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Rachel... Uh, not Rachel. Uh, Nick's mother's friends are all talking about, like, oh, there's that woman. Like, she blocked off the entire row so no one would sit next to her. Rachel did not know this. There's nowhere for her to sit with Nick's family. So naturally she goes to the yeah. empty row yeah, why because she? why wouldn't you so she recognizes who the woman is and says oh hey aren't you so and so yeah i read your article about so she wrote an article about economics. i think something with economics yeah. and because rachel is an economics professor she read the article and she was like yeah i thought it was really good i thought like the the people that critiqued it were all wrong because they didn't see a real point point." and then all of a sudden they started hitting it off so now she's friends with like this princess lady and Nick's family is all like, this bitch. <laughs> and so so the wedding starts happening, very decadent wedding. There's, like, water that comes down the aisle to make it look like a river.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It I didn't was know a happening. whole thing. Yeah, it was too much.
0: It was oh, too much. so,
1: yeah. so much. And the the chapel or wherever they are having the wedding, like, the inside looked like a like the jungle. It looked like the forest. Yeah, they like, had, like, a just, whole
0: mess of plants in there. Yeah, and it flowers. Was, like, it, it was It was crazy, nuts. yeah. So then after the wedding, they're at the reception, which of course, incredibly decadent cuz why wouldn't it be? And Rachel gets called, Rachel and Nick get called over by one of the help that's working the wedding and she says like, "Oh, Eleanor wants to talk to you guys." And Nick's like, "Oh, okay, great. Yeah, let's go talk to my mom and my grandma. It'll be super fun." And eleanor essentially confronts them and says that rachel lied about her family she hired this private detective found out that rachel's father is actually alive not dead because all her life rachel was told that her father died before she was born and all of this is becomes a shock to rachel nick is kind of upset with his mother but doesn't really do much about it does nothing uh he, he basically just says you had no right to do that and that was it yeah so Rachel storms off, goes back to Peaks' house.
1: Because even, but even at that point, the grandma is like, "You're not good enough for my, yeah, my and then, grandson, and, the, yeah, and then, you can't marry him." Yeah, the, the
0: grandmother told him that they could no longer see each other, and yeah. all of this. So she goes back to Peaks' house, super depressed. She's just basically lying around for what seems like days. Um,
1: yeah, I thought it was like a week, but it, I don't think it is. It's yeah. So yeah, I don't know how long she's there because she has to go home at some point. Yeah, the so, wedding's over. Like, yeah.
0: So she doesn't eat anything, doesn't want to talk to Nick, obviously. And then all of a sudden, Ra- uh, Pete comes in the room and she's like, hey, there's somebody here who wants to talk to you. And she's like, if it's Nick, tell him I don't want to see him. I'm not interested. And turns out that it's actually Rachel's mother, Carrie. And Rachel starts talking to her and confronting her about like, hey, what's the deal? Why didn't you tell me about my dad? What, what's going on? And she explains to her that her husband was actually super abusive and it and it was one of her old classmates that was friendly to her that comforted her while her husband was abusing her. And Rachel is actually the product of her mother and her old classmates' love. And that was ultimately also why Carrie ended up leaving China because she was getting away from her abusive husband. So Rachel asks her, like, oh, did you ever think about you know, maybe reaching out to to um, your old classmate and rekindling things. And she's like, oh, I'm too old. Like, I don't know if that would work or anything like that. And so they kind of make up and Rachel has some closure on that. The next day, or not, after after they kind of make up, Carrie reveals that Nick was actually the one that brought her out there to, to talk to Rachel. And she asks Rachel to go talk to Nick because... You know, once we leave, that's it. We're gone because Rachel was planning on leaving like the next day. So they go and they meet at like some waterfront. They start talking. Nick all of a sudden proposes, and then we think that Rachel says yes. Turns out she actually doesn't. The next day, Rachel meets Eleanor at what's that name called? Mahjong. Oh
1: yeah yeah. Mahjong. Yeah Mahjong. So Rachel yeah Yeah, Chinese I think it's Chinese. uh, I believe so. It's like dominoes, but it's... With with pictures? pictures Yeah, Um, instead of numbers.
0: So Rachel and Eleanor meet at a Mahjong parlor, and while they're playing a game, Eleanor um, Eleanor and Rachel are talking, and Rachel mentions how, oh, you know, Nick proposed to me yesterday, and then Eleanor's face just goes, like, totally blank. She's like, what the fuck? And she says, oh, don't worry. I turned him down because I knew that His relationship with his family um, was way stronger, and I didn't want to ruin that, so uh, I decided to just, like, step aside, but I want you to know that the next girl he meets and, you know, meets your standards because she's Chinese and she comes from the right family and she has the right status, I want you to know that it was a poor girl from America who was an economics professor that allowed that to happen. And so then she, like reveals her tiles and i guess she wins i don't know Uh, I i don't know how i don't know how mahjong works but i get i guess she wins and and she just like walks off and then her mother uh carrie is also there and they walk off together and carrie just shoots a look at eleanor like yeah take that bitch and then they both leave off and they're getting on a plane to go back to america coach of course. And all of a sudden, because it's a romantic comedy, Nick shows up at the last possible second, just walks onto the plane because when you have money, the TSA is not a problem. And he apologizes for everything, apologizes for his mother and says, Hey, I'm going to give all that up to be with you. So like, let's just go live in New York. I'll give all this up. It'll be fine. And Rachel proposed, Rachel accepts the proposal and She gets ready to go on the flight, and he's like, "Ah, I was thinking maybe we can go back tomorrow. And then Rachel's like, all right, I guess. So then later that night, they end up having their engagement party planned rather quickly. And Rachel is greeted by, like, all of his family and stuff, and they seemingly accept her. And the ring that Nick proposed with is actually his mother's ring. So that green emerald ring that she was like telling the story about how her husband had to cast it, specially for her because she couldn't get it from the grandmother. She gave that ring for Nick to propose to. So she realized like, oh, I'm finally accepted here. The party seemingly goes on without a hitch and we're led to believe that they live happily ever after. Sure. Why not? And that was Crazy Rich Asians.
1: And we never meet his dad, right?
0: We never... Nick's dad? Yeah, he's No, we he's never meet alive, his dad. Right? I think he's, so, yeah. He's actually yeah, just I'm doing... Yeah, because I, I think... Business. Yeah, because at some point in the movie, I think his mother was talking about how he's like away on business or whatever.
1: Yeah, but he never comes he to never, the Yeah, or he, or never, he never... never nope. see him, right?
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. So, that was Crazy Rich Asians. I realized that was very complicated, but there were a lot of things in this movie that happened.
1: I just thought it was super corny.
0: Um, like, I mean, it's romantic it comedy. Was super it's supposed corny.
1: to be corny, but like, I feel like it was over the top. And I don't know if it was corny, like, ironically Cause it's a, but I think it was just corny because it was corny. If yeah, that makes sense.
0: Needless to say, but, I absolutely did not miss anything. With I agree. This movie.
1: It was fine. It,
0: it was, was it was a fine yeah it was all a fine the movie. Was really good. Yeah, um, uh, um, a lot of people are in it. Yeah. Uh, so Constance Wu, Ken Jeong, we mentioned. Uh, Jimmy Oyang Ronnie Chang Nico Santos a bunch of other people yeah. I've never heard of before well, Aquafina was, was in it this
1: was a big deal because it was just a full Asian cast is that why yeah
0: it's... I think I think this was like the, the first, f- movie? first movie that was just full-on like everyone in the movie was Asian if I'm not mistaken that's cool and I think I think I think that's one of the reasons that this movie was also kind of um
1: like a big deal
0: yeah I think that's why it was it, it um it was as big as it was. Well,
1: I mean, representation is very important.
0: Yeah, but um, the so movie it's itself. Nice
1: to, it's probably nice for, you know, people of Asian descent to see a full-on, big-budget American movie made with, you know, yeah, all people that look like them, which is kind of cool. But, uh,
0: but, yeah,
1: I don't think it was good. Yeah,
0: no, the, the story wasn't great. It was, yeah, I mean, was if, nice. if you've seen any romantic comedy ever, you've seen Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. It, it was basically just that, but they were rich.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: That's basically all it was. Um, also, another another cool thing they did um, was the soundtrack, with the exception of the song that they played at the wedding, which was um, "Can't Help Falling in Love," the Elvis Presley song. With the exception of that song, I think it was all American songs, but it was like the Asian versions of those songs, yeah, which was pretty cool. And yeah, I I didn't think the movie wasn't anything special. Again, just like any other romantic comedy. If you're interested, I was actually surprised. So the budget for this movie was thirty million, which I thought, because of the sets and because they shot, I think they actually shot in Singapore. Yeah, probably. I thought this movie would have cost
1: way more money. Way more money. Do they not? I mean, they didn't pay the actors that much.
0: I mean, to be fair, who's the biggest person in that movie? Maybe Constance Wu at the time, and, and yeah. Ken and Ken Jong? Oh
1: yeah, Ken Jeong. Yeah. Those were probably like
0: your. Those were probably like your biggest gets. So yeah.
1: Oh uh, maybe, but, but or, I'm assuming when you do a budget for a movie, are the what you pay the actors that's part of it? I, I think
0: so. It's part of the movie's budget. That's what I would think, right? Um, yeah. And actually, for as much as this movie is talked about, it didn't make that much. Uh, it made a healthy amount. So the budget was thirty million. It made two hundred and thirty-eight million. Oh, I
1: thought it made more than
0: that. I thought it made close to like a billion dollars. The way that this movie was talked about.
1: I think it was more because like, it was a full-on Asian cast, and that has, that really wasn't done before. Yeah. That's probably why it was such a big deal. Which again is that's cool.
0: So, yeah. Crazy Rich Asians, uh if you haven't seen it, give it a shot. Oh, and also for its critical response, uh, it's got a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. 91, yeah. really? I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. And I mean, it's funny, but I I mean it has its moments. Like I think everything with Ken Jeong and it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um yeah. So that was that was basically it it wasn't anything to write home about yeah it was lauded in the u.s for featuring a, predominant, a predominantly asian cast and it was criticized elsewhere for casting biracial and non-chinese actors as ethnic ethnically chinese characters fair enough so fair enough it was oh it was also criticized for having characters that speak only british english and american english and, and omitting singaporean english entirely i hope i said I that didn't right know that was a thing neither.
1: Uh, do they speak English in Singapore? I guess. Yeah. yeah I, I, didn't know that. I don't
0: know. I've never been to Singapore. I, I don't mean, know. T- I mean, the
1: movie. I mean, to be fair, that they they lived in London, like that's why they, they did had British yeah. accents. And that's true. Constance Wu lived in yeah the America. Yeah. But I guess there was people that were, lived in Singapore and they should have had accents. Um, I, don't know. I, I don't. I'm ignorant to the to that. I don't know.
0: It did also win a few awards. It won uh, the actors, the Art Directors Guild awards for Best Production Design in a Contemporary Film.
1: I mean, yeah, the set's were really nice. Like, it was pretty. It was, yeah, like, it visually, much, it was nice. Yeah, it yeah, pretty yeah.
0: much it pretty much won, like, uh, another award it won was Costume Designer Guild yeah. Awards. Um, I see it, that. it won yeah. a lot yeah. of, yeah, it was... That makes sense. It was, I mean, it looked very nice. Yeah, it was very visually very, stunning. Very, very nice. Yeah the movie itself the story was just terrible
1: um Constance Wu is an American is American right because she has an accent in Fresh Off the Boat but I think
0: she does but she doesn't have an accent in this movie no, no
1: no no. I think she is American I think she was born in here
0: yep she was born in Virginia yeah also younger than I thought she was
1: oh yeah she's like 35 right 39 oh I thought she was younger though. I, I thought, thought like I thought she was like mid-40s no yeah. good for her yeah.
0: good for her so Crazy Rich Asians if you haven't seen it worth a watch but don't go out of your way to see it. It's not that big. Also, two hours. It was way too long.
1: Yeah, I mean, I fell asleep. It was but, I mean, way too long. Always, but. The movie
0: was way too long. So thank you again for checking us out on Did I Miss Anything. Please be sure to subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod. Mm-hmm. Give us some suggestions there on what we could check out next. And uh, leave us some reviews and ratings wherever you get your podcast, because that will help us out a lot and we will catch you again next week
1: better late than never
0: it is in this case i would have taken never it wasn't that good a movie so
1: we're supposed to end on that and you're supposed to stop
0: okay sorry
1: i'm not saying it again bye you always have that last word don't you